Hi, and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast about living our life with intention. Today I want to talk about taking risk. What I mean by that is what is holding us back from those risks. Is it our instinctual nature to protect ourselves, or is it our fear of change, or is it just not knowing what is the next step to take? So for my journey, the first fear that comes to mind that I faced was yoga. I said, why not? Why not do yoga? And once I felt like my boundaries were open and people were accepting of that, then I began my yoga journey. What I realized looking back is I should have began that probably much sooner anytime that I felt ready and not had the validation of someone else. So my fear was of one of not being accepted for doing something out of the box and away from my normal practical life of management. So anyway, um, through the divorce, living on my own, finding myself, um, that dream came back to me. And there's a book that someone had recommended to me with Richard Bach and some of his quotes. One of those is, you are never given a dream without the power to make it come true. That's probably true in that sense of yoga for me. It had been there laying around for the last five years or so. And once this journey's began, it hasn't stopped. And so that dream definitely has the power to come true. And I'm being able to live that. It's almost six months from the time that I first started that journey. Now I feel very comfortable going in to teach a class. Very comfortable to talk about the benefits of yoga, about the transformational um, self to me, and what it's doing for others and the positivity that it brings. I'm very blessed to have that. I find that it's coming out in my normal conversation. Um, I'm also in human resources, and I find that I'm able to use that same tone. I'm able to show some grace to people. But at the same time, I'm able to say we have to find some balance and we have to work together as a support system to get to the common goal of the business needs. And when that started coming in my conversation, I know it's become part of me and that's transformational for me. It also opens up the, um, what I was feeling, but didn't know how to put my thumb on it sometimes. And yoga has given me a transformational language so that I can feel uh, and say what I was feeling. So I can be encouraging and that be accepting. And I can live my Pollyannish little bit of life um, to bring joy to others. And that's what it is for me. It's bringing joy to others. Um, Taking that risk was first going to a class. Being in the class with people that had studied fitness taught many other forms of fitness. And for me to be in there at a beginner level of actually even exercising, doing the yoga myself, but I felt compelled to do it. So I took that risk. But because yoga is an encouraging environment, there was no loss once I got there. Everybody was encouraging and supportive. So I continued it on to another training and even found it even more encouraging 
and what a blessing it was to be in with that group that, of yogis that were so motivating to me to hear about their journeys, to hear about what they face each day and how they live it and how happy and blessed they all feel. Um, even with the struggles that they've been through, they still wore the smiles and still encouraged someone else. And that's really the team that I want to be part of. So that fear worked out. And if that fear worked out, then what other fears can I tackle and begin to work out? So it's been about five, six months since I've been working on this journey. And I've come to a place where I am more accepting of myself. My self-esteem is back to normal, I think. Um, Had a little hit there after the divorce and things, so I think it's back. And I was ready to start to meet people and talk to people and, and take a risk in that. And when I started to take the risk, somebody told me, do you want safe? Do you want just a conversation or do you want the butterflies do you want to smile do you want to look forward to a conversation when I was talking to someone new and my first reaction was well I'm doing pretty good if I'm talking to anybody period Um, (laughs) so but then after I thought about that my views right you know what I really wanted was to be swept off my feet So I took the risk to continue to talk, and people came in, and unfortunately, maybe their sincerity wasn't as good as I could judge, but I still took the risk to talk to them and to go through the first phase of giddiness, and it felt nice. It felt enjoyable to release the roles and responsibilities that we have and who we take care of beyond ourselves, and just be able to focus a little time on yourself with a conversation so I realized that I did actually that's really what I was looking for and that was part of that capturing life so I found a charm that said capture life and bought it because that's what I want to do I don't want to settle and I've been reading books and and Megan Kelly's uh, settle for more books and things were just resonating over this last six months that I don't want to settle I would rather continue to be with myself and just enjoy uh, all that's going on than to just settle for less. So I'll continue to take those risks. I'll continue to see what's out there. Um, And I'll be open. Do you get hurt a little bit? Well, there is no joy without some pain. And I'm willing for that. The other thing I want to do is kayak. So it's on my bucket list for the summer. I feel like partly the summer's almost over because of running from here to there and deadlines and such, but I know it's not. So I will be intentional with finding a place where that I can go kayak, and it won't be something that I just say I want to do. Um, I have a fear of heights. <laughs> I said I want a zip line. I don't know. We may do the kayaking first, or at least a canoe boat. But I want to read you something about... Finding our courage, and it comes from the Yamas and the Ninyamas, exploring yoga's ethical practice again from Deborah Adele. I'd read an, an earlier section about letting go of bananas. I want to rephrase that too uh, for those that haven't listened. 
a monkey, when they go to capture monkeys, a bar, um, the monkey reaches through a bar and to get a banana. And the banana is actually inside a cage. The monkey is outside the cage. He can't let go of his banana. And then the captors capture him very easily, even though he's on the outside of the cage. And that's kind of what I feel about some parts of my life when I let fear take over is if I cannot let go of that banana, that fear, that stronghold, whatever it might be, I will not have freedom. I will have something telling me that I need to worry about something and holding me back. And if I have a faith, you really don't have to worry about that. I mean, of course, we want to be safe. But if God already has my plan for me, then I don't have anything to fear. If I zip line and something happens to it, well, maybe that was my time. If I zip line and nothing happens, well, then I've just let go of a stronghold on it. So let me read this about courage, taking us from me letting go of the fear to where I could find my courage. So it says, we only have to look around us to see that fear abounds. It abounds in cowardly faces that turn away, in violent attacks in walls of protection, in bins of possessions, in numerous unkind words and gestures. In an abundant world, hoarders take more than their share, leaving others lacking. Wars are started and fought to seize the goods and keep the power. All around the world, children's innocent is destroyed by abuse and horror. If we look closely, we can trace all these acts of greed, control, and insecurity back to the root, fear. Fear creates violence. If we begin to address these fears, we need to know the difference between the fears that keep us alive and the fears that keep us from living. The first kind of fear is instinctual and built in up to us for survival. The second kind of fear is fear of the unfamiliar. The unfamiliar can become an abundant place for our exploration once we realize that fear lives only in our imagination. It's only in our minds that have created the turmoil in our gut and keep us hostage to the possibility of our own lives. An example of fear that lives in only my imagination might be skydiving. For me, the thought of jumping out of a plane at high altitude and remembering to open my parachute somewhere along the way, it sends cold shivers down my spine and giant rumblings fear in my gut. All this is happening in my body in this very moment, and yet I've never even experienced this activity. For me to walk into this fear, I would first imagine a different scenario for myself. Something that looks like adventure and fun. Something where I'm competent and collected as I jump from heaven to earth. And there, I was really ready to step into my courage. And at that time, that's when I might call a pilot. Seeking out people and experiences we would normally avoid provides a fertile place to learn new things about ourselves and about life. Even thus, we might call enemies, have much to teach us. People have previously avoided will open up to new ways of thinking and will give us pieces of ourselves. As we walk into our fears with both people and experiences, we will find that our sense of self has grown. Our view has expanded. The world suddenly looks like a bigger place, and we are more competent to navigate in it. As we expand ourselves into these new places, our minds and our hearts, they grow more open, and we have less need to be violent. Thus, to create a life and a world free of violence is first and foremost to find our own courage. Courage is not the absence of fear, but the ability to be afraid without being paralyzed. Courage is found by facing our fears, the small ones, the fat ones, the embarrassing ones, and the really big scary ones. 
To live the fullness that our own life is inviting us into, we often have to let ourselves be afraid and do it anyway. If we keep ourselves safe, how will our courage grow? One of the reasons for Gandhi's unmatched power was that he continued to stay with life. He didn't run when life got too confusing or too difficult. He stayed and he learned from the moment. And in the process, he became a skillful leader that no one could match, a force that no one could stop. For Gandhi, fear became a stimulus to hit develop his courage. I believe that that's what's happening to me, that since I don't have someone to judge me, to ask permission, to feel like I need to ask permission to, of what I can do, that I'm open to experiences, but I'm letting my own fear um, keep me from doing some things, even my work meetings, getting to meet people and experience time with them is expanding my horizons and I find myself very joyful for that. Uh, I got had an opportunity to meet Tori McClure, uh, president of Spalding University, who was the first woman to row across the Atlantic Ocean. She wasn't successful the first time, but she completed it the second time. An amazing woman that set on this journey just because there was no, no need that had to be met that, that uh, society created for her. This was her choice to do. And as I looked at her spending 81 and 85 days alone, smiling with a compassionate heart for others, I was blessed to be there and in that presence and found it motivating that someone would just choose to face a fear and to do that. What a big fear compared to all the small ones that I feel like that I'm having. So no matter how qualified or deserving we are, we're never going to reach the better life, the life with that, that we want, until we can imagine it for ourselves and allow ourselves to have it, as Richard Fox says. To bring anything into our life, we have to imagine that it's already there. And as I said, with the skydiving, imagine that it's already there. So if I see my success in my mind, then I'm more likely to have that success and to be able to control that fear and just be cautiously afraid when I try my new adventures. I will go forward, I will step out, and I will begin to test those waters. I will push myself more in the human limits and stay away from just only safe and take some risk. Have you had some risk, some things that you've been afraid of that you've been wanting to do, but either because someone else tells you that that's not safe or something that you shouldn't do or it's not even your character? Have you held yourself back? If you still have that dream in your heart, you still have that desire, that thrill to ride the roller coaster, to zip line, to kayak, whatever your thrill may be. If it's still there, there's a reason. See yourself conquer it. See yourself with leaps of joy at the end of that conquer. And just fly and take off. Go do it. If you want to listen more or comment, please go ahead and, and leave me a message at Facebook or on the Lipson page um, on iTunes. Leave me a comment. And I appreciate and bless it to you.